Welcome to The Veteran Doctor. This podcast is for anyone interested to improving their knowledge on veteran-centric topics. Veterans have dedicated their lives to serving our country, so now it's our turn to serve them as they transition back into their civilian lives. We have discovered that there is a lack of knowledge on the availability of resources and how to properly navigate the systems available to veterans when they transition out of the military service. This podcast's purpose is to help bridge this gap of knowledge and guide veterans to resources that they so deserve. The Veteran Doctor is hosted by Dr. John Heinzelman, who has a master's degree in sports and performance psychology and a doctorate in psychology where he specializes in research. He is also a retired Army Airborne Infantry veteran with 22 years of service. So sit back, relax, and enjoy The Veteran Doctor. Good morning, families, veterans, and everybody else listening to The Veteran Doctor. We have a special day today. We are welcoming Fred Wagger from the Nevada Department of Veterans Services. There you go. So I can never get that right. So welcome, Fred. Thank you. We really uh, are excited today because your job is special, and it really brings the state of Nevada um, a really special part because you guys do a whole bunch of stuff for veterans in the state of Nevada that's totally similar but very different when it comes to the VA. Absolutely. Um, and that's what we want to capture today because everyone thinks, okay, you just do exactly what the VA does, but you don't. No, we don't. You don't. It, it's, uh, it's a, we do have partnership with the VA on a lot of different things, but we do so many things different as a state agency rather than a federal agency. Right. So that's what we wanted to talk about today because uh, people get confused when it comes to um, the Nevada Department of Veterans Services. I got it right that time. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. So uh, no one no one gets everything right, but um, I have my days. So tell me, to start everything out, uh, we want to talk about you for a second because you have a big role. Um, just last night you called me and said, hey, I'm flying in from Reno late. <laughs> I got delayed. Some rowdy passenger kept me on the plane for about an hour, but you go bounce back and forth between Reno and Las Vegas. Um, you're in charge of the, all the veteran services in the whole state. So tell me about you. How did you land in this job? Uh, well, first of all, I want to say that, that we actually have two deputy directors, and we'll get into that. And that's what, fine. What that's fine. We that's what we, do. Want to, I, what we talk about. I have half of it. She has half of it, and then yeah. we have a director that has everything. Yeah. But uh, myself... Uh, just uh, militarily, I started out in the North Dakota National Guard. Uh, I was a combat engineer, heavy equipment, and uh, I really enjoyed it. But after a time, you go through different things in life and you say, okay, I'm out of here. And so I got out and then several years later, due to personal things going on, I said, you know what, I gotta, I gotta go find something that's meaning. And so I called my cousin who happened to be a recruiter, ended up active duty. Nice. And I became a mili uh, um, military intelligence. Uh, I became an interrogator. And they sent me to Defense Language Institute in Monterey, California, nice. uh, where I learned Arabic. And uh, then to Fort Huachuca, Arizona, and learned how to interrogate. And then to Fort Stewart, Georgia, and then deployed numerous times uh, over to the Middle East and Somalia and uh, various places. So uh, very fun time, but I did get out of that and uh, ended up going to the reserves and uh, finished up my time in the reserves. So I, it, it's a long history, but it was from 1975 to 2006, okay. figure, figure those years, yeah. to get my 20 good years. But yeah. I got them, and there I was go. really happy about that. I retired as a sergeant first class. With the okay, United, good. Yeah. Good. At least you went to the good side, the enlisted side. There that's we go. Right. So, I mean, that's, that's all we care about. Well, my boss may be listening to this, and she's, she is a, and I'll, if I could, I'd like to yes, talk about this. Definitely talk about that. So, Kat. Kat. Kat is, uh, Kat Miller is the director of Nevada Department of Veterans Services, uh, smartest boss I've ever had. And I, I don't say that because she may listen to this someday. I'm saying that because it's true. Yes. Not the smartest woman I've worked for, the smartest boss I've ever worked for. There you go. And so she is a 34-year retired Army colonel mm -hmm. and Afghan vet. Yep. So she knows her stuff. And she is just a, 
a huge proponent of doing things right for veterans in Nevada. Outstanding. And then I mentioned my other counterpart, Deputy Director of uh, Healthcare Services, is Amy Garland. Mm -hmm. She happens to be a Navy vet. Yep. And so uh, uh, there's three of us that have all had uh, military service. The Deputy Director of Healthcare Services does not necessarily by by uh, statute have to be a veteran, but it just turned out that way, and we're really awesome. really happy. Uh, Amy's a great partner. She's like a little sister to me. I mean, awesome. we just work together all the time. And so as deputy director of programs, I've got the veteran service officers. So I've got veteran service officers in Elko and Reno and Fallon and Las Vegas and Pahrump. And then we have them at our homes at the VA medical wow. centers. So wow. we've, we've, uh, we've got a total, I think, of both the in-state and the uh, contract VSOs, I think we have 18 uh, altogether. For the so, whole state. Yeah. That's it's not, not a that lot. many. Not, not that many. Yeah. So they're be very busy. Uh, compared to other yeah. states our size, yeah we, yeah, we don't have a large one, but they have to be approved by the legislature. Of course. And so we do what we can with what we have, and they do a great job. Uh, so yesterday, uh, I was in Reno. You mentioned that. So uh, not only do I have the veteran service officers under me, and Peter Drug is the the vast director of the veteran advocacy support team. Peter's the director of those folks, so he keeps track of all our VSOs. But the reason I was in Reno yesterday is because we have a cemetery in Fernley, a right. state veteran cemetery, right. has about 10,000 uh, interred at that cemetery at the present time. And we're doing a large expansion there. We got the federal grant money for that. Mm -hmm. uh, state kicked in a little bit, and then the feds kicked in the rest. About $4.7 million expansion of burial and uh, cremation uh, nice. plots and the walls. And so I was up there because they, we have an advisory committee, and they met yesterday. Right. And so I was up there for that, and then I met with other folks while I was up there and flew back last night. We also have the cemetery in Boulder City. Yes. Now, the Boulder City Beautiful. one, we're just, I think, just under 50,000 interred. Mm -hmm. uh, we're very proud of that cemetery. And the reason we are is because that cemetery is the second busiest state cemetery mm -hmm. in the nation. Yes. Of all the states and provinces, all the yep. it's second busiest. And they, they inter anywhere from 10 to 15 individuals a day. Yeah, that's, what, that's probably because um, I forget the stat. I think it's like... How many uh, veterans we have in the Southern Nevada alone? I, I'm not sure about Southern Nevada alone. We we figure we have about 250,000 yeah. in the state, and I of course the that. majority yeah. of those are going to be uh, down here, maybe 150,000. Huge amount. Yeah, it's a huge very amount. Hard. That's why it's really big. And it's an aging population. Yeah. And so huge. you know we're none of us are making this out of this alive. So no. we're uh, you know uh, so we're very fortunate to be able yep. to honor our veterans down there. Yep, it's huge. That's awesome. So um. The mission of NDVS, um, there's a ton of different things that NDVS does. Uh, and I'm just going to list off a few of them. I know we're going to go down some rabbit holes here, and I want to. Um, you just talked about uh, cemetery, burial, and memorial. Um, education, employment, financial, um, a little bit of the headstone markers and medallions, health and wellness. Housing assistance, legal assistance, outreach, minority uh, veterans, um, VSOs, you already talked about, assistance resources, suicide prevention, transport, veteran appreciation, BCCs, which is Veteran Community Councils, and women veterans. That's a lot of stuff for the little staff. How do you keep up with all that, Fred? Well, you know... Just work. You just get it done. You I mean, got, you, I, and and I will tell you this, and I forgot to mention when I mentioned Amy, uh, she is over healthcare services, mm -hmm. and so she has the veterans home in right. Boulder City, right? And we have the veterans home in Sparks. The Sparks one is fairly new; it's yeah. only a couple of years old. That is a single bed facility, and because of what we saw during the pandemic, the the Boulder City one is right. primarily uh, two people to a room. And we'd like to change that. So we've already gone to the legislature. We're yeah. doing all the work that we can do uh, to do some studies, uh, not only studies, but working toward making that a single bed facility. Yeah. Uh, and so she's got the healthcare initiative. Uh, a few years ago, there was AB 300 passed in the legislature, which uh, uh, mandated that we reach out to all healthcare professionals 
in the state and make sure that they know that if they have a veteran in their office, they should ask the question, first of all, have you served in the U.S. military? Mm -hmm. And if so, make sure they know that they can go to a site and put in the stuff they need to find out if they're eligible for presumptive conditions. We can talk about that a little bit. Yeah, exactly. The, the Vietnam vets, and you're a, a Purple Heart recipient. Exactly. And yeah. uh, there's, there's stuff on your website that actually can guide you into that uh, process. Yes. And that's the, the, the things we're going to get go down yes. that rabbit hole here. And you so. mentioned suicide. She is also has, she has a suicide prevention yeah. program manager as well. So we have some great program managers, yeah. great outreach people, uh, great VSOs. Uh, that's how we get it done. We, we really, really push hard and rely on our, our staff at the homes and throughout our agency to get it done. I want to go down a rabbit hole. Okay. Um, huge thing that I've been focused on, especially lately, is suicide prevention. Um, I, I got onto your site because I was searching for information because a few of my friends, um, unfortunately, have uh, committed suicide. But wealth of information on your site about suicide. And that is huge. Um, anyone that really is wanting to find out that information, go to the to um, this site at MVDBS. Um, you need to go check out what they have on there because it's important. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned suicide prevention because it is so bad. Before the pandemic, uh, it was between 20 and 22 yes. veterans in the nation per day. 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 Per day. Yes. And so that's huge. And and as long as you brought it up, let's let's give out the number because yeah, I, I think it's important that definitely. everybody know. Please. And if you're listening to this, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and uh, I, I don't care if it's the back of a matchbook. Oh, Anywhere. people don't use Put it in your cell phone. Put it in your cell <laughs> yeah, phone. Yes, put it in your cell phone. Uh, the number is 1-800-273-8255. And then they press 1. Exactly. They kept it as simple exactly. as possible. So 800 273-8255. You don't even have to be, you know, have a suicide thought or anything. If you're stressed, have anxiety, depression, anything, you're feeling just that moment, you just need to talk to somebody. Call that number. There's yeah. somebody on the other side, 24-7, that you can talk to anything about. Please call. There's always somebody there for you. Always. In my office, I have a little magnetic sticker on my computer, and that number's on there. I've got that available all the time. Uh, I have gotten calls from people saying, hey, I'm talking to somebody and they're thinking about committing suicide. What are you calling me for? Call the suicide hotline. Exactly. Right? You got to. Exactly. You know, so anyway, but that, yes, we uh, the suicide prevention. And Nevada's done a lot for suicide prevention. Uh, Las Vegas was one of seven cities first in the nation to have the mayor's challenge. Exactly. And so uh, we're working well with them. Uh, all we do is advise them. We don't. That's not our specific yeah. program. It's done by the by the city. Yep. Uh, we have another one that's in the uh, Reno Sparks area, Truckee Meadows yep. Mayor's Challenge. Just this last year, they started one in Winnemucca yep. and another one in Elko. Yeah. And so, uh, the more we can get out there, and the more people have to be comfortable talking about suicide. And it's crazy because um. My personal thing, uh, I've been actually going out and doing weekly talks on every Friday to uh, veteran groups about suicide. And I've actually talked, um, the city of Henderson actually brought me in and, and had me uh, discuss some things with different veteran groups and actually first responders and yeah. um, medical personnel um, just to talk to them when they get stressed out and about suicide. And the more you talk about it, the more people want to talk to you about it. Um, and it's really important just to get it out in the open and pay attention to your fellow friends, your battle buddies, your, your other soldiers and check on them, see how they're doing. And ask that question. Don't be afraid and say, Hey, do you feel like you're going to do that? You feel like you're going to commit suicide? Do you feel like you're, you just don't want to be here anymore? Ask them that because they will tell you, believe it or not. You nailed that on the head. You've got to be able to ask the question. Right. Some people oh, God, don't beat around I, the bush. I, I don't want to talk. You know, I'm not going to ask my buddy if he's going to commit suicide. Boy, if he commits suicide or she, you're going to feel even worse. Yes. So feel a little uncomfortable and ask the darn question. And I did it. I did a, a kind of a informal study. Um, I asked veterans and I did a blog on it. And if you guys want to go on my site, you can see it. Um, 
what makes me keep going? So I asked a whole bunch of soldiers, what keeps them alive? Why am I still here? And it gives them different perspectives of what keeps them going and what different things. It's kind of interesting. All the people have had the thoughts, but why they decided not to. I'll and have it, to, I'll, you say that's on a podcast already on your website. I'm going to put the on the podcast, but I have it on a blog right now. And it's really interesting how people look at suicide and how they actually do um, how they feel about it and how they actually look at why that keeps them alive, why it keeps them going and why it does that. And when people see that, it actually changes their perspective on how suicide is. People rely on you more than it's worth actually doing. And they want, you should keep going and you should do this and all the different reasons. It's very interesting to look at. And then it actually tells you about all the tools to keep you going and to keep your mind busy and to keep things going and call people and keep it. It's a really good article. And I'm going to do a podcast, I think, next week on it. So it's really interesting to do. So I, not not to get away from what we're doing here. No, but it's, I, it's but really, it's a great subject very and, and, and very important subject to talk yeah. about. And I did want to stress that that mayor's challenge, that's not just the city. That's members of the community Amen. who understand that, you know what, veteran suicide is yes. a problem. Yes. And so we don't have the numbers yet on how the pandemic has affected individuals. Oh, it's huge. But it's huge. we're sure the numbers went up. Yeah. Same thing with homeless. Yeah, it's uh, huge. Uh, same thing. And so it is important to talk about. Yep. Uh, I'm going to give out that number one again because yes, I please. want people to know it. 800-273-8255 and then press one. That's for veterans Huge. thinking about community suicide. And stay tuned because, uh, like I said, in a few days, next week, I will actually put out that uh, blog onto a podcast so you can listen to the different perspectives on, on, on suicide and hear different things to combat it, on to fight it, and to actually take care of yourself a little bit of mental health. And I improved that. So um, there's, it's worth staying alive, believe me, because we got a lot of good stuff out there. So, all right. Let's talk a little bit more about your organization, Fred. Let's talk about um, some of the other services that you provide that you're really proud of. You talked to me about a program called TAPS. So, yeah, it's brand new. Yeah. yeah. And, I want to hear a, about and this. And it's our website. So let me get that out there first veterans.nv.gov yes i gotta put that in my phone veterans.nv.gov get that on your on your computer your phone wherever you go to the internet please go to veterans.nv.gov it's really good and once you get there i want you to go to the right hand side of the blue ribbon on the top of the page where it has our programs and you will find that the one on the on the bottom right of the ribbon is called Nevada Transition Assistance Program. So why is that there? Well, all of us that have served in the military know you went through TAPS program. I don't know about you, but they stuck us all in a theater. They there call it one. an ACAP in the Army, but a yeah, TAPS uh, in the Air TAPS. Force. We won't go well, into the inner service. Actually, I went through the TAP program for the Army in Fort Carson, Colorado. Really? Yeah. Well, they're real name and then it. I okay. got in an argument with aged a, me. A, an argument with a major <laughs> who was saying that I couldn't file a claim. I'm there like, you, you just you go. go by. So anyway, uh, you go through whatever that is, ACAP, TAP, whatever you want to call it. You go through that program, and it's Department of Labor, Department of Defense, and Department of Veterans Affairs. And they do a great job of, of flipping you over from, from DOD to VA for health care, et cetera. And I have no problem. I love my VA care, and it's wonderful. But they don't talk about exactly. state benefits. Yes. Why is it important to stay in Nevada or come to Nevada if you're in another state? So we did two things actually, and I'll talk about the Ask a VSO first of all. That's a this is huge. That Ask a VSO is on our front page, mm -hmm. and we get a lot of clicks on that. We get about a hundred plus clicks a month from people, not only in Nevada, but all over the country and the and the world. Uh, we've had uh, a person that was getting out. He was in uh, Kuwait. He said, "Hey, I'm I'm retiring from the military. I'm coming back, and I want to know about Nevada benefits." And so we sent him all the information we could because he's looking at where to retire. And we think exactly. Nevada is a great state to yep. retire. We get a lot of benefits. Had one from Australia, military guy getting out, and he happened to be in Australia, mm -hmm. and he sent us a message. And then we get them from all the states. And I love that because it's like, yeah, they're coming to Nevada to mm -hmm. get questions answered. They're not going to their own home state. Uh, we're really proud of this. So yeah. um, that Ask a VSO... Uh, was very important 
but we knew there was no state benefit program out there to help these folks thinking about getting out of the military. So we uh, took an idea from California, okay. CalTAP, and we said, you know what? My boss said, let's let's get Nevada TAP. Yeah. And so we've done so. Helena Otero is the program manager for education employment. She got it up on the website and you go in there and there's 12 buttons to click. We try to keep it simple. And I'm one of those guys, if I have to click more than three, three or four times, I'm done. You lose I, the attention, I just, yeah. yeah. Lose the attention. Okay, I'll, yeah. Go, I'll go elsewhere to find my information. Yeah. Here, it's go to the website, click on Envy Tap, yeah. and then you've got 12 buttons right there. And everything from claims to park passes uh, to employment. And when people are getting out of the military, the number a couple of big things they talk about is employment yep. and housing. Yep. Now they'll talk about education too, yep. both themselves and their kids. But that employment, uh, what, what am I doing is, yeah, now? Right. Yeah, exactly. It's the first thing in transition. Oh, what yeah. am I going to do? Huge. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I want to know how much money I'm going to make in, and where I'm going to live. Yeah, exactly. Two big things in transition. Well, and they may be on base. Yeah. And so now it's like, yeah. oh, wait, 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 I got to pay rent. Well, I got to pay, yeah. you know. And so, uh, it, it's important they know that. So we've got the mm -hmm. the button there for employment, and they can go do that. And what we have on that one is we have one link to positions within NDVS. Yep. Then we have another link for positions within the state of Nevada. We're working for the state, and then another button that takes you to Dieter and Job Connect and nice. all those resources. Nice. Try to keep this simple. Yeah. And, and so we're really excited about that. Um, the other one is the housing. You know, there's information there about buying a house, yep. renting houses, and one about if you're in crisis, are you almost homeless? Right. So, uh, what all was of, this stuff when I got out? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I was having. Wow. Did, did you? Uh, I almost became homeless. Did you? Uh, yeah. Were you in Nevada? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it was crazy. I didn't have to see this. I mean, I was. I feel deprived. Wow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it's there. Now so. it's there. That's and, amazing. And, and here's the thing. It's not just for folks getting out of the military. It's yeah. for veterans and their spouses. You know, we're huge. That's on, huge. Spouses yeah. are, are the forgotten um, <laughs> forgotten entity um, in the military. I just put, I'm putting a chapter in my book just for spouse resources. Good. And I'm glad that you're mentioning the resources that are being available for that. And, and we're trying, now there were some, uh, some bills in the last legislature, and I think one or two passed and some did not. Uh, you know, got to keep working on that, and yeah, we're hoping that that happens. But there was a joint resolution passed, uh, sent to the federal government, saying Nevada supports a an overall retirement program for spouses yeah. in the military. What really felt good for me is this last Veterans Day. I went to a few ceremonies, one of yours especially, and to hear them thank the veteran and the spouses it was just amazing to hear that because they sacrificed so much yeah they sacrificed so much to now legislation looking at benefits for the spouse as well and looking at showing spouses how to write resumes and how to do this and this along with the veteran as they transition out and as they do different things offering that because when i was writing the, the chapter for the book they're allowed to go to TAPS now. They're allowed to go to the transition things and what, learn how to write resumes, how to do things along with the soldier now. So they're including him into the transitional process. And when, it's huge. When we invite, so we're not doing this in person yet. All right. Of course. I want to get of the, course, of course. the positivity numbers below, 5% 5, 5 or below, just yeah. to be really safe. But when we go in person, so we're going to do it at Nellis and Creech and Fallon Naval Air Station. We're going to be in person and we're inviting all of our state partners. But when we invite those service members and veterans, we're saying, and spouses. Of course. Because yeah. all this information pertains to them. And I know, and I use my wife as, as an example when, when I'm speaking and I talk about spouses. I say, here I am. I'm bouncing from one place to another, uh, about four years at each place. Yeah. My wife's an accountant. And so every time we moved, she had Uproot. to start over. Uproot and start over. Start yep. over. Yep. Find out who she has to contact. All of yep. that stuff, it it's just huge. awful. It was so frustrating yeah. for her. 
And, you know, and I'd see that. And, she, you know, and the other part is I, I needed her to be working and have that second income. Yeah. But it took time. And the same thing happens here in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more, our boards are coming around to saying, okay, let's make sure they're a priority. Yep. And that's a good thing. We have 31 or 32 boards in the state. And so uh, yep. uh, it, it's pretty amazing. But, yeah, you're right. Spouses are so important. Yeah. We need to focus on that. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That's huge. So what else can we talk about? Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about the homes uh, because we just uh, we're yeah. still in the pandemic to a certain point. But during the pandemic, of course, uh, a lot the, of people yeah they're going. The, we found we did much better than than some others. Yeah. Um, you know we still had our share fair share of positive uh, uh, COVID testings uh, with staff and, and residents, but uh, overall it, it turned out pretty good. And so. Uh, I don't have the exact number of how many positives we had and, and uh, uh, or deaths. It was as a veteran community you're talking, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so how do we how are we faring with the old um, landlords having to keep people out and everything like that? How is that affecting? We're, we're just starting to get information in on that. Yeah. Um, I, I will say for the veterans, we haven't had a lot of feedback on that. And it appears that our veteran population in Nevada is a little older, a little, uh, you know, so uh, have bought houses or they're retired. So, uh, you know, the ability to pay their bills. More resilient. Yeah, a little more resilient. And so uh, it'll be interesting when we do start getting the numbers in. And of course, that's that's a tough number. Uh, We get calls every once in a while saying, hey, I'm, I'm almost, almost homeless. Have you heard any numbers on employment at all lately? I, I did talk to them. Uh, you know, the Dieter was in the news a lot during yeah, the pandemic. They and they've actually pretty well caught up uh, on their unemployment claims. And I'm sure there's always those out there that, yeah, hey, I've been course. waiting and I'm still waiting. But overall, the, the numbers have come down. Our, our employment numbers are, are much better. But uh, I just talked to Dieter the other day, and, and they, uh, they're really happy. So in the Dieter system, they have uh, at Job Connect uh, DVOPs, Disabled yep. Veteran Outreach. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, all those people got pulled into claims during the pandemic. Okay, good. And so they weren't doing claims for veterans at the time. Good. They're all back to work. That's good. They're all back in. Uh, the levers, which is the folks that... Uh, reach out to the uh, businesses to hire veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are back to work, and so uh, they're coming around. That, that's that's a good sign. Uh, I haven't seen any uh, numbers for veteran unemployment. Again, I don't see a huge uptick, but we'll, we'll have to see. I'll tell you what, if you could look at the traffic, it seems like everybody's working now. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I will tell you, it's hard to hire somebody right now. I, I, I just hired, a, just made an offer to my administrative assistant who's going to start on the 6th. Uh-huh. The, what I went through to find somebody who was willing to work was just crazy. There was There's one, so many different offers well, out there. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, frustratingly, uh, the, uh, I had nine people that we contacted for interviews. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I want to interview. And we had... Uh, seven no-shows. Wow. And we're not sure what that is. That I just is talked, that's, that's weird. Yeah, I talked to somebody up in Reno yesterday, and they were having the same same problem. They just couldn't get That's people. a weird dynamic. That's, it is. It's just weird. So when people say, well, I can't find a job, well, there's jobs out there. In fact, I've got uh, at the cemetery in Boulder City, uh, we have grounds equipment operators, and uh, we're looking for uh, three right now uh, out of seven. So if you're down... By three, uh, uh, out of a total of seven, you have four of them working, and that's you know digging the holes and mm-hmm. and yeah. doing all the work on the lawns and all that stuff. Yeah. I, we got we got some openings, so I'll put a little plug out there. Yeah. If anybody's Definitely. listening and you Definitely. want to go to work for our cemeteries, we certainly could use you. Yeah. We need some dedicated dedicated employees out there. Exactly, that's awesome. But uh, I, I did want to touch on. So we have four program managers. And so uh, the one down here is Helena Otero. She is the education employment program manager. We don't, you 
you know, we don't have an employment program. We leave that up to the, the professionals, the deeders, and, mm-hmm. uh, and work for warriors and all of those. Right. So we do that. Uh, but what we're doing is gathering the information on what resources are out there so we can get that out to the veterans so they know where to go. Right. And a lot of that's going to be on NVTAP. Okay. Okay. Yep. Then I have, uh, uh, so she's got imp- education and employment. So she's got ongoing dialogue with the INCHI schools, non-INCHI schools, uh, and also Department of Education. Because when we're talking about education, it's not just about the veterans and spouses. What about their kids? Right. So think about when you're getting out of the military and your kids have been going to a military yeah. uh, a school on the military base. Yeah. Now they've got to go to a school in the district they're living in. Exactly. So, so it's totally different yeah. dynamic. Yeah. So we try to include everybody. Uh, and so she does education and employment. The other uh, program manager that I have down here uh, is brand new. She's our housing and justice reintegration program manager. Uh, her name is Rebecca Fleming. And they're both located in my office. Excuse me. They, uh, she has housing and justice reintegration. So she's doing a deep dive right now on what resources are available for those who are either homeless or at risk of being homeless. And so uh, uh, I've asked her to get that report done and to me so we know what's out there. And then we'll start pushing that information out. And then justice reintegration. Interesting. Okay. And so that's NDOC. Department of Corrections, mm-hmm. partnership there, what, what can we do to help the veterans right. that are incarcerated. Uh, the uh, vet courts in Henderson, Vegas, yep. Reno, uh, and they do a great job. Yep. I, I go to the graduations as often as yeah. possible. Ju- judge is amazing. Oh, yeah. Judge Stevens is amazing. Huge. I can't think of the judge huge. in Vegas. There's two of them. Yep. Uh, judge Stevens is huge. Yeah, he's, amazing. he's a Marine. We'll give him that. Uh, but he's he's one of the smart guys. Yeah, he is smart. Uh, no, I'm just kidding out there, Marines. Don't get all don't get mad on me. I, when I was at, uh, I ended up going back. To I'm surrounded by Marines everywhere when I go to MV, oh, MVP. I, so. Yes, you are. Yeah. But uh, I taught at the Defense Language Institute yeah. later in my career, and, yeah. and I taught Marines, Air Force, uh, uh, Army, Navy. I taught them all. And I was I, a jump master, so I taught I taught Marines, Air Force, all of them. I, I get it. Up north, we have two program managers, and they fall under Amy. And I mentioned this earlier. So the first one is Rachel Yellenick, and she is over a healthcare uh, initiative. And so that's there's like seven or eight programs that's right lot, in yeah. there because healthcare is huge. Huge, yeah. And Tons so, and then the other one is uh, Sarah. Oh, Sarah, I'm sorry, I can't think of your last name, but she's over suicide prevention. And she's just amazing. She is married to a Navy uh, military member. He's he's serving at Fallon Naval Air Station. Wow. And she works for us in Reno. Wow. And so uh, she's uh, fairly new. Uh, she came down from, I think they were stationed in Washington and came down here to Nevada. So, wow. But I, I'm so proud of all of our program managers. They yeah, just, should be. They are out there really busting it. And then we have our outreach folks. So down here we have Evan Rush is our yep. outreach director. Evan's, Evan's a great guy. Yeah, Evan's yeah. fantastic. Uh, and then and then we up north we have Eduardo Martinez. Eduardo is uh, one of those guys, young guy who's just energetic as heck and go. Hard, hard. And they're starting to go out to more and more in person uh, events. Things are kind of popping now, and so that's great. And I try to get out to as many of those as possible. And so does Cat. So does Amy. Uh, we're just trying to get out there yeah. and, and, you know, you kind of mentioned right at the beginning, you said, you know, this isn't the VA, but a lot of people think we are. So yeah. we're trying to change that dynamic. Yeah. We're the state, we're here to help, yeah. you know, and I hate saying that cause it's like, hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah. You, you've <laughs> known me for a while and, um, I'm getting a lot more involved with all this stuff since the book writing and stuff like that and everything. And I've interacted more with your organization than I have with the VA. Nothing wrong with the VA. Don't get me wrong. They have their mission. They have a lot of stuff, but they're, they're a huge entity. Um, but in the state of Nevada, you are so involved with so much stuff that's involved with the state. I get more resources and better results because you're so involved. So kudos to you, you and your team. Well, thank you. Um, for all the stuff you guys offer. It's, it's amazing because I can call and I get an answer right away. That's good. With a bit with a big entity like the VA, you don't get that. Um, and people, when they want something, they want answers within forty eight hours. Oh, they do. They want it, and they want that now. So, um, 
that's my compliment to you and your organization because you provide that and that's what we need in in las vegas and reno and we need that here so that's what i can tell everybody that's listening to this is that if you want information you want answers you want that this is the place to go so uh and i give kudos to kat because she directs all of this and she's the push i mean she's she's flying at thirty thousand feet and just going like a oh, she cracked and me I, up for the ceremony and, yeah. and, I, and I, feel, I feel like I, I feel like i'm in a biplane trying to keep up you yep, know it's, yep. it keeps us going yep. keeps us on our toes oh, and that's yeah. a good well, that's thing. a kernel for you you know that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so i and i i do give her a little grief about that because yeah. i i was retired sergeant first class enlisted and she's retired officer so you know uh she can give the orders but Hey, we got to get the work done. And uh, and Amy was enlisted as well. So we have fun with that. You know, military people give each other grief all the time. You have to. That's our camaraderie. Uh, I I was going to mention, too, that, uh, uh, you know, we have these offices all over the state. And that's on the NV tap. You can find that. uh, Find a VSO. Actually, you can go on our website. You can. And Mm -hmm. it'll say find a VSO. Uh, And it gives all of our addresses. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I think I mentioned the towns that we're in, exactly. uh, but uh, all the offices, all their phone numbers, uh, call them. Uh, please know that our veteran service officers are extremely busy. And so if you don't get an answer, please, please, please leave a message. Uh, yep. You know, we can't call you back if you don't leave a message. Yep. Name. If you haven't heard back within 48 hours, uh, I, I would like to know that. I, I, my my d- directive is, you respond within 48 hours. Yep. Uh, you know, I'd like to do less than that. I'd like the phone answered all the time, but uh, we're limited. We only have 18 veteran service officers in the entire state. Uh, we have uh, an administrative assistant in the north, one in the south. Uh, you know, we have limited resources, but we're working hard to get things done. So uh, 48 hours, or, uh, if you haven't heard anything, uh, you can always give me a call and you can find my number on the website uh, under... Uh, talks about leadership and and it gives our picture and you don't want to look at my picture it'll hurt your eyes but my phone number is there <laughs> my email uh, is my emails there so there if anybody go. has a problem they can always email there you go but yeah I I really appreciate um, today as far as getting this information out we got to do this a little more often and go down I, some rabbit hole yeah we do I, I really I, do there's there's some other topics yeah, I, I feel love. like we're missing some stuff here but I know we have some scheduled stuff we got to get to and stuff sure. but um. This is amazing. Um, folks, Nevada Department of Veteran Services. I said You're it right. Get it. Here we yeah. go. I'm going to say this a hundred <laughs> times before I get it. It's an amazing organization that serves the veterans in the state of Nevada in amazing ways. Um, please see their site at veterans.nv.gov and go to their TAPS section of their website. Um, it has amazing resources. Educate yourself on what's available to veterans. And I want to plug one other thing. We have the Nevada Veteran Advocate course. Yes. And I just got a call this morning I, from a guy. I've been to it myself. Yeah. And he said, I just made it my mission this week to get that done. And he called me and he says, Fred, he says, that's the best information I've ever received. It's online. It's 20 modules. Yes, it takes a little bit of time, but you will gain so much knowledge between that and the NVTAP yep. you're, you're set. I went to it myself. Um, I forget, it was a year or two ago. And um, I was amazed by the amount of resources that are available by the state of Nevada. And they even let you know what's available by, by the federal government as well. And it's huge that what's available to veterans and what, what you are entitled to because you served our country. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's amazing. And you should use them. You should use them because you, you deserve them. Our um, problem is getting the word out so people know about exactly. it. That's why I'm here today. Exactly. So that's my mission um, as the veteran doctor of this podcast and blogs and the book I write and stuff like that. And people call me all the time. Do you know about this? Do you know about that? I want to know. So if you know a resource that's out there, you know about Fred or anyone else or anything like that that provides resources to veterans, give me a, let me know. Uh, my information will be displayed here later on the podcast. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know. But Fred, do you have anything else today for us? No, John, uh, you know, as I said, we got to get the information out. Yep. And and I'm, I'm willing to go anywhere, anytime to talk about 
Nevada veteran totally benefits. Totally agree. Totally want to get the word out. So I appreciate you having me on, John. This is, this is a great conversation. We love having you, Fred. we need to do it again because we got a lot more to cover. We are. And we, we do this <laughs> regularly all the time. So I talk to Fred a lot, and we're not going to stop doing this. So thank you, Fred, for coming today. I really appreciate it. Uh, we will do this again, and I hope you have a great day today. And we're going to do this once again, too. Good. So Good. thanks a lot for being here, and Bye. you have a great day. Welcome back. We will move on to our next portion of our program, which is called Useful Bits of Information, UBI and Veteran News. And this week, we are not going to do that, and we'll move on to our shout-outs. This section is reserved for recognizing new members of our podcast and partners and sponsors who support us in everything we do. We cannot continue this podcast without everyone's support, so thank you. And this week, we do not have any new members or sponsors, so please listen to the next part of our program, which talks about our podcast, Patreon, and sponsorship program. Do you want to be part of something bigger? Do you want to help veterans? Have you thought about helping the veteran doctor? As you may already know, the focus of The Veteran Doctor is to improve your knowledge on veteran-centric topics. The research and information dissemination process can be daunting with the maintenance of literature, books, websites, blogs, podcast episodes, and other administrative necessities. 
This ultimately takes time, resources, and marketing to reach and support veterans, as well as their very diverse needs. We are so excited about the process of podcasting and the potential impact it can have on the veteran population. To keep going and improve this podcast, we would tremendously be grateful to anyone who can support us in our expansion and growth. We are looking to enhance this podcast quality and would find it more manageable with a bit of support. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars a month worth of entertainment, we would greatly appreciate you investing in The Veteran Doctor. We offer different rewards for different pledge obligations, so please see what may fit your budget. Once again, we appreciate your support, and from all the veterans out there who benefit from this podcast, I'm sure they appreciate your support too. Every program must establish a goal and milestones to determine what is going to be done with the funding. The first goal we're going to reach is a monthly pledge of $500 collectively. The milestones are, number one, help pay for ongoing production costs, hosting fees for websites, blogs, and podcasts. Number two, help purchase rewards for patron supporters. Number three, offset marketing costs for websites, blogs, and podcasts. And number four, help buy new equipment and technology to improve podcast sound and quality. There are different rewards for each monthly donation amounts. The donation amounts range from $1 to $50 a month. The rewards include one or more of the following items listed depending on the level of monthly donation. Some examples of the rewards may consist of, number one, a thank you on the show or website. Number two, a thank you email. Number three, early access to new episodes. Number four, show swag, t-shirts, bumper stickers, lapel pins, and a pen. Number five, a patron can read a short message on the show. Number six, call in as a special guest. And number seven, a patron can determine a show topic. So if you think you're receiving a few dollars worth of uh, entertainment, come on down and support The Veteran Doctor. As veterans, we have a lot of questions when it comes to transitioning out of the military. Or are you already out of the military and having trouble reintegrating? Are you having issues finding veteran resources? Or do you just want to learn more about veterans? Well, the Veterans Resource and Transition Guide may just be the solution for your issues. This book is available on Amazon.com and is in both ebook or paperback. It is a book written to help veterans with research, knowledge, and resources with their transition back into civilian life and beyond. Our society's current problem demonstrates that many veterans, as they transition out of the military, do not have the knowledge, training, or resources to reintegrate back into society properly. They do not know where to go, what to do, and do not even have a sufficient plan to survive. The purpose of this guide is to provide a one-stop and quick reference source of research, knowledge, and resources for veterans to easily reference to give veterans a better understanding of the dynamics of veteran issues, educate veterans on the process of transitioning out of the military, what to do once they get out, develop a plan, and provide resources to help make life a little easier during and after that transitional experience. Additional information has been added for our survivors' benefits for surviving widows, and a military 101 class to help educate the civilian workforce on military culture and lifestyle. The guide's additional intent is to make it a living document by taking input from readers and providers on information and resources, providing an annual update to veterans on the ever-changing and developing process of transitioning and resources. This guide will provide resources of knowledge to veterans, helping guide them through their transitional journey. So grab yourself a copy today and get those resources you so deserve. Do you want to learn more about me? Maybe you uh, want to learn more about my new book or future books. What about our new veteran blog? Do you want to learn more about the veteran doctor? Well, my website may be your solution. 
My author website is up and is available for viewing at www.johneheinzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. This site will provide you with the latest and greatest information on me, my latest literary works, future works, my veteran blog, and this podcast, Veteran Doctor. A unique feature available on the website is the Veteran Blog. The Veteran Blog provides veterans with the latest up-to-date information on veteran-specific topics that affect everyday life, whether challenging or life-enhancing. The purpose of this site is to keep veterans informed and help improve knowledge quicker and on-demand. Subscriptions are available in monthly, weekly, and unlimited access depending on the veterans' informational requirements. The feature of this site will include special features, video, classes, depending on the subscriber access level. Please check it out and try our seven-day free trial. So as this week's episode comes to a close, we hope you enjoyed the information you gained on The Veteran Doctor. Remember, we welcome feedback on this podcast to help improve our quality and content. Or if you have any new ideas, please send them to info at johneheinzelman.com. That's J-O-H-N-E-H-E-I-N-T-Z-E-L-M-A-N.com. I hope you come back and visit us on our next episode. So until next time, take care. Be safe and enjoy your week. Have a good one.